0: Sometimes you slip and you keep slipping and sliding, but eventually you come to a stop. Sometimes you trip and you keep tripping till you find your balance. Sometimes you slip, you trip, and ultimately you fall flat somewhere. (laughs) What is constant about the person in these scenarios? They rise back up. You will make mistakes in life. Fear will creep in accompanied by doubt and the likes. That plan you have, that vision, that dream, It may take a few turns before it becomes your reality. What I am saying here is simple. Get up when you fall. Get up when you slip and slide. Get up when you trip. Find your balance and keep moving. Get a new plan if you have to. Be flexible if you must. Just flow in the waves of your Christ-mindedness and believe that your vision, that assignment, that calling is possible. So here's where we are going in today's podcast. I want you to believe in the plan. You might be wondering what plan. Do I even have a plan, Kate? How can I choose to live this plan well and enjoy it? Well, I want you to come on in and let's figure it out. Hi, dear sisters. Hi, dear sisters. This is Kate A. daisy How are you doing? I hope you're doing well, and it's still the new year, so happy new year. It is great to have you listening. What I aim to do with this podcast and the wider ministry of I Am Free Woman is to help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to live free in Christ every day. I believe that healing people is something that we all get to do. And healing is our choice. And once we embrace that process, we can truly heal others as we are healed. So I say, healed people, heal people. I want to shout out Ami Thompson on Instagram. Thank you for your support. It means a lot to me. I want to welcome you, Ami, and also our new listeners to the show. Welcome to our dear sister community. You can find all about me and the organization I Am Free Woman at ChiefJoyActivator.com and also IAmFreeWoman.org. Subscribe to our newsletter so that you receive firsthand news and information and updates. We don't bombard you with emails, so please, please, please know that uh, because I don't like that. I don't like sending emails all the time, so any email that you receive from us definitely has information that you will need, okay? I also want you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you stay connected and plugged into all of our shenanigans, (laughs) and please rate and like the content on Apple Podcasts. This is one of the many ways in which we can reach women and young girls out there who need this type of healing to occur in their hearts. This podcast is me and you navigating the world of healing the heart and mind by integrating faith and well-being tools to activate your spiritual and emotional well-being, also your mental and physical healing, as well as the bonus, which is the financial well-being. I bring the parts of me that are healed and the parts that are still healing along with important friends I will invite to sit with me and with us as we discuss and share compelling stories of freedom. Walking the rich and beautiful life of faith plus being your authentic godly self can sometimes be so tricky. Choose to live free podcast is my way of making faith work plus healing plus everything in between about life and living it relatable and joy filled. So welcome. Okay. All right. So when I think of a man with a purpose, a man who knew what his mission was, a man who executed God's plan diligently, excellently, and also on time, I think of Nehemiah a cupbearer to king Artaxerxes. Here he was, a cupbearer to a king. Who was he to take on such a task of rebuilding the walls of the city of Jerusalem to protect its people? Already, I hope you're hearing the phrase, God can use anyone who has a willing heart of obedience. Should I repeat that? God can use anyone who has a willing heart of obedience. And immediately, as I say this phrase, I am reminded also of what prophet Samuel, told King Saul in 1 Samuel 15, verses 22, that to obey God's will is better than offering the best to Him. You can walk into church looking your Sunday best, offer the best offering possible from your bank account. But if the Lord were to ask you, did you obey what I told you to do? Would you be ready to give a bold response? God calls the willing heart. Like Nehemiah, you and I have been called to do something amazing and something great. And in that process, become and then do more of what we are becoming. We as children of God, because his spirit lives in us, and so you are a child of God, have the privilege of walking boldly with God. But why is it that we wallow in misery and act as if we don't have a heavenly father who can do the impossible? Could it be because somewhere along the way we forgot the burdens God placed on our hearts and started living our own way? Could it be that we have neglected God's ways for the ways of man, culture, traditions, religion, the world, and now we are burned out? Could it be that we simply don't know how to choose God and keep choosing him even when life gets difficult? Could it be that we say we are children of God as a lip service, but deep down we have allowed the predicaments of life to hold our hearts far from God? Could it be that we just don't believe he can do the impossible? <sighs> To live out God's plan, you must know your purpose, why you are here. Let me say this about why. Why is a great question to ask yourself from time to time, because it unlocks depthness to your life. Ooh, yes. So what is your purpose? It is basically when you wake up one day and you are burdened in your heart by a humbling outreach, not to yourself, but to another person this burden after many days of understanding it collides with your talents and gifts before you know it you are using your talents to work this burden out and others begin to notice what they will say passionate oh you are very passionate about that topic for example is a comment you might hear let's look at how nehemiah lived up god's plan with him identifying his purpose i know It is going to be a compelling one because as i was studying and preparing this message it was so needed for my heart as well so imagine this you are a young man living the life as the king's personal cupbearer the king knows your name and when he calls you answer you always have a happy demeanor about you and you're always ready to do the kids the king's bidding then one day your brothers share with you a story about what they've seen after visiting a city like jerusalem and they say that those who survived the exile and are back in the province are in great trouble and disgrace the wall of the city is broken down and its gates have burned with fire the walls of the city of jerusalem is broken down and its gates have burned with fire nehemiah 1 verse 3. from then onwards your heart is unsettled Everywhere you turn, all you see are the sufferings of your people and the potential danger that exists with the walls being down. Imagine sleeping in your home at night and your doors and windows are wide open. You don't have a way to seal the doors. The vulnerability that you now have has the potential for danger. Mm -hmm. Nehemiah was never the same after hearing this report. And it says in Nehemiah 1 verses 4 through 11, Nehemiah mourned fasted and prayed for days before God and you can read his prayer also very beautiful prayer even the king notices a change in Nehemiah's behavior because his heart was so burdened listen dear sister when your heart is burdened by something nothing can bring you fulfillment except the love of God which attends to you and shows you how to unburden yourself for Nehemiah to cast his cares unto the Lord He had to literally be obedient to what God was directing him to do. Do you sense the healing right here? In order for you to get your healing with some of the worries and the burdens that you have, you have to cast them onto God and take on what God is truly asking you to do. Yes. When we obey and do as God is directing us to do, we essentially are casting our cares onto him and taking on his cause. Triple exclamation there. The initial process of casting is hard, and we clearly see it in Nehemiah's approach to the kin. He says, I was very much afraid, but I said to the kin, Nehemiah said what was weighing him down. He did what God had told him to do with asking for permission to go and do what was important. But he had to do that from his heart and also be able to go and help his people rebuild the wall and save them. And when the king opened a listening heart to Nehemiah, before Nehemiah even responded, he prayed to God. And then the king answered him. Can you see how much you can learn just by studying how Nehemiah stepped into his calling and graciously, respectfully stepped away from his job and into God's work? He did not burn any bridges. He did not create a whole TikTok video about it. (laughs) He didn't even announce to the world what he was about to do and how. He didn't call out his bad boss. No, Nehemiah consulted with God. He got the download of his next steps. He had some anxiety and worry for obedience and stepped into the work of a God-directed plan. Guess what? Nehemiah had anxiety and worry. He prayed every step of the way and was respectful to what his leader because here's what he can do. And here's what happened next. God will call you into something for a reason and then call you back to where you were before the first assignment. The relationships you meet along the way of living out your purpose are so important because they always come back around. Those relationships always come back around. There's a saying in my Ghanaian proverb that says that the people that you meet on your way up are the same people that you meet on your way down. You will meet the same people in the same circles. So whatever you do in living out your plans, living out your purpose, living out your dreams that God has given you, don't burn bridges. I want to point out two things Nehemiah teaches us to do well. The act of surrendering, which is posturing your heart, and the art of acquiescing, which is yielding your heart. One is posturing and one is yielding. One is you have positioned yourself and one is giving to God. In all of scripture, we read again and again that it is one thing God keeps asking us to give him, that he wants our heart. He wants all of it. He doesn't want our heart in pieces. He doesn't want our heart in pieces. And this is one thing God asks us for. Yet, we sometimes give our hearts to him in pieces. And we expect him to give us his heart in whole. Tell me, when have you heard of a relationship that thrives with such a love? where one person gives their hearts in pieces and the other gives it whole. You and I know that. That relationship does not last, right? (laughs) The blessing we have is that God is not a man. So when he has created a covenant with us, he doesn't break it. So yes, he will give us his whole heart even when we give him ours in pieces. However, I want us to not ride off into the sunset with that thought only because here's what happens. I can give my heart to the Lord in pieces and he still knows me. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Let's go. Let, let me tell you this. <sighs> John 10, 14, this is what it says. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep knows me. Dear sister, how do you know someone? Think of all the people in your life right now that you truly know. How did that relationship come about? You developed a relationship. You have yourself to them. And you give yourself to them you embrace them they embrace you you become vulnerable they become vulnerable your presence they are present right and hopefully everything that you do for them is done for you to know someone you have to take part in the knowing mm. to know someone you have to take part in the knowing same way in Jeremiah 33 verse 3 it says call unto me and I will answer I will show you great and mighty things. Again, let me ask you, dear sister, will you respond to someone you don't know in the market or store? Probably not. But let's say you are out and about and you see someone you know and you call on them. How will they respond? Yep, you know that. Hey, Kate, how are you doing? Right? They will respond with such excitement. You can imagine that. If you have given your heart in pieces to others, don't you think they know and feel how you are when you're with them how much more the god you serve and the god that created you i can't help but remember the song that says you don't give your heart in pieces he doesn't surrendering and yielding your hearts to a god-directed plan simply means let go and let god mm. <laughs> I am in the midst of this surrendering and yielding, and I must tell you, it is hard. I literally feel him chipping away parts of me that is the control freak and also the impatient patty. (laughs) And I don't like it, but I love God too much to disobey. And so I choose to suffer with God any day than without him. Learning to pray on something, fasting, waiting, waiting, and then waiting some more can create a lot of mental and psychological distress, such as anxiety, depression, worry, and so on. But while we wait for his next direction, you don't sit idle. You talk to him. You live your life. You enjoy your life. You believe that God's got this, and then he's got it. And you relax in God. Dear sister, the year has begun. The opportunities are so many. Where is God directing you to? How are you working this plan out? Do you believe that the gracious hand of God is upon you? And so whatever you ask him, he is going to give it. And he's already done it. Three ways in which we oftentimes plan. Number one, we plan and ask God to bless the plan. Number two, we plan and then we bless the plan and work it. Number three, we wait for God to give us the plan and also show us how to work the plan. Can you identify where you are in any of these and how you plan? I think I am more of number one, where I plan and then I ask God to bless it. That's this episode, because he has taught me a lot when it comes to working his God-directed plan. We do not give God time to do his will. We do it for him, because it may sound good, look good, and so on. I have been there, falling flat on my face, gotten back up, and falling flat on my face again, over and over and over again. But over time, you learn, okay? God knows the plans he has for you, he says. The plans that he shows you, you must write them down and make it plain as he says in the Habakkuk. However, directing the plan, that is the path you should take. He is the conductor. He is the driver. Your purpose is where your talents and your burdens collide. Your plan is the one directed by God. Wherever God has called you, he already knows the plan. Jeremiah 29:11. What he wants you to do is choose to allow him. To be part of who you are in the process of becoming the person he has called you to be and to do his will what do i mean by this god downloads a vision to your heart your hard drive you process it like nehemiah there are worries anxieties uncertainties doubts excitements dreaming and so on so you start drawing out a plan wait 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 go back start with god when he has downloaded that vision into your heart and you're so ready to start start with God. That is him being part of the process. So when you take Nehemiah's blueprints, for example, dear sister, here's what it looks like. Number one, open your eyes and heart to see the world around you. Your heart will be burdened by something because God will call your attention to it. Once you have a burden and you know what your talents are, you then sense the burden coming on. When you do this, when you sense the burden coming on, do not entertain enemy's voice of doubt and fear rather go to the lord and present the burden to him fast pray be in deep meditation with god about it three express your thoughts in prayer if you must write it down okay don't keep them write it down four let others with caution here those you trust and are able to speak into your life and see your heart Let them know your pain, let them know your hurt because that is the real you and they may be positioned to help. Like Nehemiah, the king, saw what was going on with him and he was able to help. Five, pray before you make your requests and pray afterwards. The Bible tells us to pray and keep on praying. Pray about everything. Step number six, do not be bold in your own strength. Rather, let humility be your friend as you work the plan that is directed by God. Seven, you do not know the whole plan and that is okay. Proverbs sixteen three says, commit your plans to the Lord and he will direct and establish your plans. Nehemiah had a plan to pray about his burden. God directed him through prayer to talk to the king. And for every step, Nehemiah sought direction from God. Are you seeking direction from God or are you stating your direction to God? Woo-wee! Let me say that again. Are you seeking direction from God Or are you stating your direction to God? Wow. (laughs) As you work the plan, leave room to always be interrupted by God. Later in the book of Nehemiah, we see how the process of building the wall went. Nehemiah dispelled distractions, but also attended to God-directed interruptions, such as saving the poor who were being taken advantage of through usury. Only you will know if something that comes to your way is a distraction or aligns to your purpose. I really didn't think I would go this deep into Nehemiah's process of working a God-directed plan, but I guess the Holy Spirit moved. This year, your evolution into the woman you're becoming in Christ should not miss the mark on this important principle. Lean into a God-directed plan and remain steadfast. He will establish you. Believe that he called you to it, he will do it. So there you have it, dear sister. This year, choose your life. This one life you have and enjoy it. That plan you have, remember God-directed, always makes your heart thrive. So here are three thoughts for you. God burdens our hearts for a purpose. Learn and lean into the voice of God to show you the plan he has for you in the steps and stages in which he knows best for you. And if for some reason you detour from the plan, do not give up. Go back to the drawing board with God and he will show you what to do. Thought number two, you will experience many highs and lows working a God-directed plan because your soul will want to do it, its own thing. Your personality might be speaking a different language than what the Spirit tells you. Remember, Jesus left us the Holy Spirit for a reason. Allow your heart the privilege to receive what it needs from God. Your soul will thrive and your heart will thank you. Thought number three, experiencing anxiety, worry, depression, confusion, uncertainty, fear is normal when embarking on a journey. The choice you have is you either get to go alone and do it all by yourself or you get to go with your Heavenly Father and trust Him and His heart towards you. When you seek God, you will find Him. When you seek Him, with your whole heart. When the emotional and mental burdens kick in, run to His Word. Talk through and with someone and allow His love to fill those spaces that fear would try to creep in. Here are your three words for today. Surrender, which is posturing your heart, acquiescing, which is yielding your heart, and seek, which is going after God's heart. Three actions for you today. Please, 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 I want you to rate, review the podcast if it is blessing you in any way. Connect with me, connect with me, connect with us, subscribe, like, share, follow, comment, all those things because I want to hear from you and I want to listen. I received feedback verbal in person from a dear colleague of mine, And that blessed my heart, and I didn't even know that she was listening. So if you're listening, I hear you, I heard you, I appreciate you, and I love you for that feedback. Action number two, I want you to answer these questions. What areas of my life have I truly and freely surrendered to God? Question number two, is my heart fully yielded to God and his directed plans for my purpose? Question number three, who am I and what is my purpose? Question number four, What emotional and mental burdens am I carrying? And question number five, why am I unable to give God control of my heart? Action number three, so many exciting things are coming up for I Am Free Woman. I want you to go to chiefjoyactivator.com and also check out the planner that we have created for you to help you organize your life. You will not regret it and your heart will thank you. Okay. It is always a great time walking in my purpose of teaching and building others up in the ways of god i have tasted it and i know in my heart this is where peace and joy resides living free is everyday godly decisions that frees your heart and mind feeds your heart and mind and focuses your heart and mind my heart is always full and i hope yours is too listen dear sister i want us to be different live in the fullness of our callings and purposes and plans i am so happy that I get to walk in my purpose to help so many of you live joyfully free and walk in yours too. There is work to do to transform our hearts and minds, and it is one heartbeat at a time. And as we have talked about today, when you yield your heart to God, it thrives. So let's choose to be free. Let's choose to live free. Let's choose to stay free. Being faithfully renewed, encouraged, exceptional woman of God. And also, sometimes we have men. So until next time, this is Kate, your Chief Joy Activator, Signing out and may God's goodness and mercy follow you always. And remember, healed people heal people. So go into the world and heal someone today. I love you and choose to live free. Bye.